Hey everyone, welcome to the Restoring Rapport podcast. My name is Seth Hensley and this is a podcast about reclaiming the place of priority relationship is providentially intended to hold in your life. You know, we live in a world where community is far too often pushed to the back burner in favor of less important things, but the good news is that it doesn't have to stay this way. As believers, we have the choice to prioritize connection in our life every day and to live face-to-face with God and people. In this show, I'll be number one, sharing research which supports the importance of relationship, number two, giving you tools to help you improve your interpersonal connections, and number three, sharing writings that I have done in the past on the importance of community. It is my sincere hope that the content presented in this podcast equips you to better serve and love others. To access my past and future articles, subscribe to my YouTube channel, or purchase a copy of my books, visit homeschoolerponderings.blogspot.com. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of the Restoring Report podcast. I'm super excited to uh, record this with you guys today, and I've got some really special content for you. Um, today, I'm going to be doing an interview with my cousin, um, Adam Hensley. He's what I would call an entrepreneur who didn't follow the um, average 12 years of high school, four years of college, then career. Um, he kind of did his own thing, and we're going to talk a lot about that today. And Our subject is going to be college versus entrepreneurship and which one is better for supporting a family, which one, um, the benefits of each, um, and Adam's going to give you his input. So, uh, welcome. Thank you for coming today, Adam. Glad to be here. Yeah. Awesome. And can you just tell us a little bit about your, um, how you got to the point where you decided, hey, I think I would like to do something new and I would like to... Um, instead of going to college, I would like to try this new idea that I have and get my certification elsewhere. What was that like? Okay, so what I would say is that maybe I didn't have as much uh, foresight as you kind of implied here, but uh, it kind of just happened, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do after high school, and I did actually try to do a little bit of college. And when I was in college, I felt like I was being railroaded into things that didn't really fit in with my interests, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I couldn't see the point yeah. <laughs> of doing some of the stuff that they want you to do. Mm-hmm. So um, I actually, one of my professors early on asked me if I wanted a job, and I was like, yeah, sure, why not? And it happened to be in that computer field. Okay. So I went and I got my first job on his recommendation, basically. And after I started working and started getting paid to learn, I was like, well, I don't know if I want to pay, you know, pay somebody else yeah. to learn anymore. Yeah. It was it was better to get paid to learn rather than pay somebody else to learn. So makes total sense. Um, I started out and I, I guess I kind of just gave up on the, on the college route and just started working. And uh, I went from there. Mm-hmm. And you, you've, t- I've heard you talk uh, several times when I've um, talked to you in the past. You've talked about a certification process that you went through, and you, I think it was over a period of a year. Was that right? Um, what was the, what was that certification process that you went through? I, I did. Um, so I had a little bit of background in Cisco networking, okay. which is a particular field, and that uh, Cisco's a, a networking uh, manufacturer company, software company. But they have their own certification track um, mm-hmm. that says, hey, this person's competent with working on our um, products, basically. Okay. 
And uh, I had a little bit of background from high school. My dad actually taught a class with that. Um, but I really didn't get serious about that until later on in my career. Mm-hmm. I'd had okay. uh, a couple jobs and uh, I was learning more. I was gaining a lot more experience and I was gaining a lot more perspective about what was needed in the field. So that really like set me on a trajectory to go for the Cisco certifications. And at some point I thought, well, um, I was kind of wanting to move up and I was kind of getting stuck a little bit. And I thought, well, I'll just go get these certifications. I'm kind of working with this stuff already and maybe that'll help move me along. Yeah. And that's when I decided to get serious about getting certified. And it, um, I would say uh, I got two certifications. The two, uh, there's an order to them. Um, there was okay. the CCENT and then the CCNA is what I what I got first. And um, I would say it was about over a year period that I studied and got those. Okay. Now, of course, I had a little background. Um, I had some experience in that field already. But if a person wanted to go get those today, they could, if they were really dedicated to it and they were going to take a uh, the approach like your traditional school that amount of time and effort mm-hmm. you could do it in say six months you could get one wow. of the certifications uh, without any experience if you if you're really dedicated Went to learning it, that yeah. and you know you you had the proper tools that's awesome so now did you after you got that certification process did the did you go into working for a company immediately that treated you like you had a bachelor's you know pay wise and everything did they say hey we're going to treat this certification that you have like you have a bachelor's from it well to be honest um except for the first job that i took every job that i've had uh on the job listing on the posting required a bachelor's degree Mm -hmm. so even before i had the certification just from the experience i had working in the technical field um was enough to get me the job got you yeah so i had worked for um a school district. I'd worked for um, a construction company. I'd worked for the uh, state of Kentucky, Commonwealth okay. of Kentucky, um, and I believe all three of those jobs on the posting required a bachelor's degree. Okay. Um, and then after I got the now after I got the degree or the cert, the certification, it was a significant bump. Yeah. To okay. the next job, right? So and, the, uh, yeah. They, uh, a lot of the technical jobs uh, on their posting, they'll, they say now, um, either a bachelor's degree or equivalent experience or okay. certification. I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah. So they'll, they'll say a bachelor's degree or not a bachelor's degree period. Yeah. And it wasn't always that way. Um, okay. uh, even uh, people have learned, I guess, that they're finding uh, qualified candidates without degrees mm-hmm. or more often. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Um, so the reason you might have wondered when I opened it up with the, um, I introduced Adam as a very bold person and one time, um, correct me if I'm wrong on this, Adam, you, one of the jobs, I don't know which one it was, but I think you walked into a hospital and they didn't have an IT position available, but you actually convinced, you walked up and said, Hey, you don't have an IT person. I I know what I'm doing here and you need this position. You should hire me. And they, they did. Is that correct? What was the story about that? Uh, I, as a matter of fact, um, that may have been the school that I worked at. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't know if it was a hospital or a school. I just remember you actually convincing your employer that they needed this this job uh, field, and they didn't <laughs> have it. So I was I was just 
Yeah, what, what, yeah what I really there? wish that uh, it was it was. There's so many places I feel like that need more technical focus. Yeah. that people really don't know what they want. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if this is more of a myth or <laughs> a legitimate story at this point. Yeah, but um, any job that I've went into, um, I've always went into the approach of selling. You know, selling myself, selling yeah. my skill set is something they need, and I do think like no matter what field you go into, what field you end up in, um you really need to believe that it's useful um, to somebody else because mm-hmm. that's the key into uh, getting a job. I think where you and the employer are both happy. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Hi guys. I just wanted to take a quick break and tell you about a few opportunities that you have as listeners to support this show. Number one, you can rate and review this podcast. Every rating and review I get helps promote my podcast on distribution sites. If you haven't already done so, it takes 30 seconds to leave a five-star rating and a written review. Number two, you can become a financial supporter of this podcast with a monthly contribution. Just scroll to the bottom of the show notes found in the description of each week's episode and click on the link labeled support this podcast. Many, many thanks to all my past and future supporters, and I hope you guys enjoy the rest of this episode. Um, so many people today, um, I'm going to ask you the first question that I have lined up for on the itinerary today. Many people today seem to be under the impression that earning a degree is the only way um, to make a lot of money and provide for a family. Would you agree or how would you respond to somebody who, who kind of suggested this, that you had to go to college in order to um, make enough money to have a, a, a healthy family? I would say uh, I definitely di- disagree. Um, okay. It's not necessary to go to college. Um, I'm not completely against going to college, but I think um, you have to have a specific goal uh, if you want to go to college mm. and, and get the most bang for your buck. Um, uh, certain jobs, like if you want to be a medical doctor in the United States, you're required to go to college. You mm-hmm. can't just pick up a medical book and learn and, and do that because it's illegal. Yeah. Um, but there's so many areas where you can be successful without going to college. And I think you, mm. it would be better for you not to, not to go to college. And it's not just because college, um, it certainly costs a lot. And yeah. The cost keeps going up and up and up. Um, that's a big factor to consider, but there's also an opportunity cost of college. You know, when you're signing for these degrees, you're talking about four or five years of your life, mm. maybe longer. If you're getting like a PhD or something, you're talking about a long time. Yeah in which you're not actually being productive. You are consuming, mm. um, and you're usually doing that on, on debt, or maybe your parents are paying for it, or uh, maybe you are. Uh, maybe you have a job or something. Mm-hmm. I don't, it's, it's really hard, I think, to uh, actually, I don't, I don't know if it's possible to, to work, work yeah. through college anymore. Yeah. Uh, you, you just can't make enough money. If no. you don't have any skills, then you probably don't even need the college at right. that point. But um a lot of people don't account for the opportunity cost. Um, if you take like my experience, not going to college and I was working, I was making on net a profit all those years that mm-hmm. other people were going we're to college. Yeah. Um, and I was learning while I was getting paid. Um, and they were learning, but they were paying. And then they later had to pay that back with interest. Okay. You yeah. know, so. Um, if you account for four years, a long time, and a lot of people go to college for longer than that. Oh yeah. So they're already behind like on net as like if they want to buy a house or if they want to, you know, start a family requires a certain level of resources. Yeah. 
they have to catch back up first. Yeah, that makes total sense. A lot of my professors now are still saying that I just talked to you about this earlier today. They're still saying that they're paying their 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 student loans off, and you know they're well into their career. They're they're nearing retirement, and they're still yeah paying it. Yeah. So that, yeah, yeah I, I totally and I don't think the cost is going to come down. So uh, this is just going to be more relevant as time goes on. Right. Absolutely. So I, this one's kind of a to, to reiterate what you just said, but you think that it is possible to have a healthy, um, a healthy family, a, a supported financially family without a college degree. Absolutely. Yes, okay. Definitely. Yeah. And and Adam, um, Adam is married. He has his own family. I know I, I left that fact out, um, though, at the beginning. But the next question is, um, would you say that the college route is a safer option? than um, like a business venture or something um, for somebody who's seeking employment in order to provide for a family. So in other words, I've heard it suggested a lot around here that people won't hire you unless you have a degree. So would you say that it's safer for um, young people to get their degree um, instead of, you know, launching their own business or that kind well, of thing? Uh, what I would say is um, I, I think there's sort of a third option. Okay. Um, the employee, um, uh, like for me, I'm an employee. I don't have my own business. Mm -hmm. um, although you could say that my business is to sell myself, my skill set to my employer. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's important to always take a mindset that you're not an indentured servant to your employer. Right. You're a partner. You make them a profit. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's why they pay you. Uh, yeah. So people should have that mindset. But um, so I, I would say that's the the third option here, or maybe it's similar to the college route, mm -hmm. but you don't have to go to college to achieve that. Um, a business venture is an extremely risky uh, venture. Right. Uh, I think the majority of businesses fail. And if you, I, I don't think it would be the safest route to say you're going to start a, a new family and start a business at the same time. Um but that's not to say you couldn't make it work. Right. So um, being an employer or an employee um, is the safer option, but you don't necessarily have to go to college to be an employee. I got you. I got you. So you're saying um, it's not either college or business venture. It's you can actually make money without going to college, and that is the safer option for supporting a family. I would say that it's the safer option, right? And mm -hmm. everything is risk-reward. The higher right. the risk, the higher the reward. So. Um, if you are able to successfully, uh, you know, start a business, it takes an extreme amount of drive and energy yeah. and you have to have good ideas and you have to have, uh, an idea of how you can help people do something they can't do right now to have a successful business. Mm -hmm. Um, but as far as from a family perspective, uh, there could be a delayed gratification to that. Uh, it may be easier for you to send, uh, your kids through some sort of education or uh, mm, it might okay. mean that you could, that you can have more kids than mm. you would otherwise, or it might mean that you could take longer vacations uh, with your kids. Yeah. Some of those things you give up when you become an employee because you really have to negotiate what's good for the company and you have to keep that in mind. But if it is your company, then you you have the ability to set those values so long as you can stay uh, right. productive and, relevant to all your customers and have a good process, you, th those values can be determined by you. So there's a huge trade-off there 
but it, it's worth it for some people. But I would say just as a general safest route, the safest thing, and this is what people, most people do is they want to be an employee because they don't want to have to worry about the right. company's going negative right. or whatever. They just want to come in and have a stable job. And that has its benefits too with the family. Right. I, I totally, I totally get that. Now at the place, um, where you're working now and you have worked in the past when you had a family, have you kind of made your own schedule or have you had like a nine to five where you come in um, for work? Um, uh, so the further in my career I go, the better <laughs> I get at making my schedule. Right. Um, one thing to learn early, this is relevant to, to everybody. If you go to college or you don't go to college or, or whatever, you're starting your own business, is to nothing is set in stone. Nothing is set in stone. I've, I've had so many people throughout the years tell me, you can't have a three-week vacation at this company. They don't allow it. Um, they can't change the schedule for you. It's not allowed. It's never happened. And that's just more often than not, it's not true. Okay. Uh, the reason it's never happened is because nobody ever tried. <laughs> right. Um, and if you, you know, if you really put forth an effort for your uh, employer and view yourself as a partner rather than an indentured servant, mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that can be negotiated, including how many days of the week you're going to work, what days you need to take off for your daughter's dance recital or, mm -hmm. or whatever, what have you, or when you want to take your vacation. Right. A lot of that is very flexible. And, um, just recently in the past three years, um, I was actually able to negotiate a completely work from home setup. Wow. Which is really good for me uh, because, um, I had uh, my first son on the way, and I just wanted to be able to be with him more often and kind of be with him around during the day when yeah. I take my lunch break. I, it wasn't an option if I was in the office. I was driving like, I was commuting like 40 minutes or so. Okay. Um, so I couldn't take my lunch break and see my kids or, right. or take a power nap if you need one because you've been up all night with the kids. Um, so a lot more flexibility. Right. Cut out the drive, the commute, wow. the yeah. eating out. Uh, it it makes it gives you a lot more flexibility in your life. Yeah, absolutely. And would you say so? Would you you just kind of said this? But my next question here is: I thought you would go that route, is why I put this on here. Has has making your own schedule benefited uh, your family time? So having your own, being able to decide what hours you have, has that made it easier for you to you know be so super integrated and involved in the home and um and, and with your son? Has that made it easier because your your hours or your own? It, absolutely, it has. Okay. It has. Um, you know, it's a little bit of a balancing act because you know I've got my son in there. He knows I'm working in the office mm -hmm. and I can't come out any time of the day, but uh, he knows I'm there. I'm right there at the right. house with him. Um, I see him. I think a lot more than I would if I was in a traditional work right. setting. Yeah. You know, like I said, I can come out at lunch. I can come out on my break. I can wave to him, give him a hug talk to him, see how his day's going. Mm -hmm. um, absolutely has major benefits. Yeah. Cause I talk to a lot of people and, um, or not talk to a lot of people. I listen to a lot of podcasts and then, then talk to people about it. And they really suggest that there's a lot of people today trying for what you have right now, trying for the at home. Yes. And yeah. I really, I love that idea. Um, I love the integrated um, work and life, you know, family and work. Um, way of living because when you're I think just everything becomes so much easier to prioritize your time in because my field they used to call it the unicorn job because it, <laughs> everybody talked about it, it was mm -hmm. this great thing but it, nobody Rare. knew where it existed yeah and, you know um, but 
it's funny, uh, you know, with, with COVID, I, I don't know how many people with my job as a network engineer, um, I mean, this has really affected me with what I have to, to do at work is get people working from home. So I've, I don't know how many employees I've sent home oh. or put in systems so they could go home and do their job from yeah. home. So it might be more relevant now and less of a unicorn job. Yeah. Um, it might be more on the table because uh, if something like the COVID uh, outbreak or yeah. even a scare of something like that happens, it might be good for a company to know, hey, I have this guy who's already been working from home for a year or two years and I can trust him to do his job. We don't have to worry about the implications right. because we know he can handle it handle from it. home. So there may be more companies that are even willing to put people home just so they know they're ready right. as a, from a risk situation to take on, you know, that risk. Wow. That's interesting. And I really like how um, the internet makes that possible. Like now, because oh, yeah. 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 Because I feel like, I don't know if a lot of company, would you say a lot of companies are utilizing the internet and, and being able to work from multiple locations well, or, re, or do you think that we still have a lot to go? Uh, I would say the sky's the limit, where we've already come a long way. Um, as far as, as using the, the Internet, a lot of companies are, are doing that. A lot of companies, mm-hmm. and that's why the, the field that I'm in is a, is a good field to be in as yeah. a network engineer, because it just becomes more and more relevant every day, the ability to transmit all this information over these wires, over the radio waves and so on, um, has really changed how businesses function. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, I'd say it's it's changed a lot. Yeah. Um one of my favorite authors, he um he works from home. Um but he has written well he's produced YouTube videos, written books, um, done podcasts, interviews, speaking events, etc. And he makes his money through that. And I think and he has one of the, you know, from what I've seen of his life, he has one of the healthiest family units that I've seen. And I think that's because he's spent so much time with his family because his work schedule is so um, not fluid, but like he can control how much it, it demands of his right. life. And I th- I mean, that's my goal. Um, I'm trying to get there, even though um, right now I'm going through the four year degree, college degree for um, early childhood to be a teacher. Um, that's a steady job. I chose it because you would get the summers off so you could still have a lot of time at home. That was one of the reasons I chose it. Um, and I just really value the time at home thing. I, I, that's really something that I'm, I really appreciate about you and that you can speak to, um, as a whole. So I wanted to take that. Even, even before I had kids too, I would say, um, it feels good not to have to work all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of people would say say things like, you know, it's not about the money or, or you know, I'm going to go this route because I don't need to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But uh, what I would counter that with is that um, it may not be all about the money, but um, the better your skill set um, is and the more you're in need, the more you can help people, the more there's a need for your skill set, mm-hmm. the more money you're going to make. And the more that kind of correlates with your ability to negotiate time off that Mm -hmm. correlates with, you know, if you make more money, you can put more money in the bank and you can just take off time without pay. It gives you a lot more flexibility. So people should think about that. Consider that is my skill set something that's beneficial. Am I going to be able to help a lot of people with this? Is it need Mm -hmm. and not just something that's, oh, this is easy. So at the end of the day, I, I, you know, I feel relaxed because I didn't really work hard all day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I think that's a lot of uh, what, at least at the level I'm working now, that's a lot of what employees miss is the negotiating you're talking about. The, yep. the boldness to actually say, to know that you're not an indentured servant, that you're actually a partner with your your employer. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think they realize that. And so they don't, they don't try to negotiate a situation where you're benefiting your boss and at the same time you're getting your, your needs met. I think a lot of employees just kind of show up to work and say, what do I do? You know, you know, it's funny. I didn't figure that out until like halfway through my career, but once I figured that out and mm-hmm. changed my attitude, things became a lot easier for me as far as working goes. But the, the, the kind of gotcha to that is that you have to be a valuable asset. Right. right? You, you know, if you come in and you slack off, nobody's going to negotiate with you. Exactly. So yeah. I sort of had to develop that sense too of good work habits and everything. Um, a good relationship with your coworkers and your boss. The better the, your relationship, the more valuable you make yourself, then the more leeway you have right, to, to negotiate. negotiate. Yeah. Because they want you there. They need you there in some cases. And when they need you there, that gives you a lot of negotiating power. Yeah. You know? That's so funny because a lot of times I hear people saying, you know, hard work or um, working hard can take so much of your life that you have no family life. And I, I see that and, you know, big CEO uh, managers and stuff. Yeah. But it's also, if you work hard um, and you prove to your employer that, hey, I'm somebody that's going to get this done, you can make more demands. Like, I want to spend more time with my family. I want to, you know, have this week off here to go to my daughter's, whatever, that kind of thing. That's absolutely true. That is, that's huge. I would think uh, that that's a, that's a complete game changer. And if you mm-hmm. can negotiate, then uh, it is going to make your family life easier. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Um, what would you, what would be some advice that you would give young people um, who are looking to to kind of practice this third option that you're talking about this third option of working for a company without having you know the bachelor's degree mm-hmm. what's some advice that you would give for somebody who's there and they're just starting out so let's say that they're they're married um, they don't have kids yet but they're looking to support a family without a without a degree what would what, what's the advice that you would give them I would say the number one uh, career advice or uh, career family-oriented advice is to be intentional mm-hmm. with what you want to do. Um, and maybe I'm going back further than a young couple starting out a family uh, to like high school age, college age. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so easy to just get caught up with like, you know, like a leaf in the wind and everybody's going to college. I'm going to college. Yeah. Everybody's doing the, the the basics courses. I'm doing the basics, and the next thing you know, you're you're heavily in debt, but you don't even know what you want to do yet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, spend that time. Take the time and energy um, up front that's required to figure out what you want to do okay. what, that other people value. It has to be something that other people value. Um, you're looking for a way that you can help people in a place that is in need. And when I when I say in need, you know. Uh, let's just say, take my job. If there's a shortage of network engineers, a shortage of network engineers, um, that means people need network engineers. Yeah. Right. So that's a that would be a good choice if that's something that interests you. And um, you know, my other piece of advice is that whatever you decide to go into, um, even if you're just uh, working at McDonald's or Chick Fil A, is to just become incredibly passionate about what you're doing and if you're not passionate about you know if you're working at mcdonald's you're not passionate about hamburgers just fake it 
just pretend mm, like you're passionate yeah. about making hamburgers. Tell everybody about how you make the best hamburger yeah. and believe that, uh, you know, believe in the meaning of your job and, and live it out. Mm, that's um, good. Because yeah. when you do that, then th- that that's, comes back to that value thing. People right. are going to value that. Right. And that makes you more valuable to whatever employer is going to pay your, yeah, pay you. Yeah. That's pay awesome. Negotiate and all that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah love that. Um, what are some like extra college like resources that that can offer um, the the certification and, and and education for young for young people? Um, I know you mentioned one at the beginning. Was it the Cisco? Ed- or, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not sponsored here, but right, I'll throw right. Some out you here just yeah, to just help throw everybody. some some ideas. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, if you want to be a network engineer or work in the IT industry, information technology uh, support, uh, like if you want to work on Microsoft computers or servers or in a data center or networks at your internet company, um, there are a myriad of different programs available. Mm-hmm. online that you can pay for monthly and uh they're only getting more and more affordable right um, right and, and uh, i'll tell you what they're only getting higher and higher quality too as these companies you know are competing viciously with each other to come out with the best product that's affordable but uh one of the ones i've used in the past was cbt nuggets okay which stands for cbt is for computer-based training and the company i think was founded they sent they would they would do their training videos, excuse me, and then they would do their training videos and put them on a CD, compact okay. disc. Yeah, probably nobody knows what that is anymore. <laughs> um, and they would send them to you in the mail, and you would you know put them in your computer and watch the videos. Okay. Wow. Of course, they develop now where you just you know jump online, online and yeah. click play. And um, one of the benefits of that online click play is that they're constantly having to, or they constantly have the ability to update the content and make it more relevant, better quality. Right. Yeah. You send the CD, the CD never changes. Right. But when you have these online courses, they're constantly being improved upon. Right. uh, Because they want you to stay subscribed. Right. And they've got to provide that value to you. Um, So CBT nuggets is one. There's another uh, that I've used. It's called I N E. Uh, that's the letters I N E dot com, and they have some more higher level uh, training courses. Mm-hmm. And the way these work is that um, you'll sign up with the company. You, you know, you'll sign up for a subscription fee. It might be eighty dollars a month. It might be a hundred dollars a month. And as long as you're a member, you can view their library of videos, and they'll categorize these videos based on different learning tracks. Like okay. if you're interested in. Uh, networking, mm-hmm. uh, network engineering, uh, network administrator. They would they would bucket these courses into a networking uh, track, and then they okay. would have different courses like intro to Cisco networking, um, intro to routers and switches, or something like that. And then as the topics get more advanced, you know they'll have those courses laid out in order for you, so you can kind of work through them. And a lot of those classes and courses are oriented to passing uh, industry cert, uh, industry uh, recognized certifications. Certifications that you can get and employers are going to say, he knows what he's doing. Not just a, a piece of paper, you know. They'll know, uh, based on the certification, if you have it, that you can actually do the job. Right. So uh, those are a couple, but even uh, the, there's so much free stuff. Uh, YouTube. Uh, you can go to YouTube for free mm-hmm. and 
it's crazy how much is on there. Yeah, is out there. A lot now. of info. Uh, just completely free that yep. you can, if you are dedicated and you put in the effort to figure out um, where you want to go, what you want to do, uh, you could make your own course list probably from YouTube and be mm-hmm. successful. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you want to be a little bit more catered to uh, than some of the subscription services, maybe start out with CBT Nuggets okay. and that gives you an idea of what you need to do in terms of free stuff. Yeah. And there's there's another that, that I wanted to mention that I've gotten more and more into. Um, I really like the videos, especially if you're starting out. Um, but there's a service, uh, O'Reilly.com, okay. O'Reilly the Book Manufacturer. And you can sign up. It's $30 a month. And you get just like, you can read an unlimited amount of just thousands of books mm-hmm. on technical, scientific, mathematic concepts and topics. Wow. And you can just read as much as you want, whatever you want, it, programming, uh, you know, web development, whatever. Yeah. And you can just read these books written by people who, who really know their stuff. Right. Yeah. And once you get to that stage where you love learning and, and um, you can kind of move past videos and just go for that straight information dump out of a book. Yeah, and it, it might be thirty dollars a month. I mean, worth better than college. <laughs> if you're eating, if you're yeah, it's better than college. But if you're eating, you can you can find thirty dollars a month. You know, right? Absolutely. Um, and what Adam sold you today specifically relates relates to the 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 network engineering. But I mean, the, the, there are stuff available to you guys like this. Um, you know, wherever you look, I'd say I know that um my dad works uh, for the public school system, and just recently they've offered some Google certification classes that he's taken um i know youtube that's free for everyone content and no matter what field you're going in could be on there uh for you as well i know in the college i'm at right now a lot of the work that i do from an accredited college is on youtube so available to everybody so that's another great thing i wanted to point out about those google certifications Mm -hmm. actually the the ones that uh the google are releasing they said that they would count these certifications as a four-year degree on yeah. when they're uh, making their hiring decision. And if Google's doing that, if they have that much faith in the course, it's there's no doubt that other companies are going to give that certification wow. program the same value. Maybe right. not all companies, but... A lot. That's, a, that's I, a great point. Do you know the prices on those? I mean, they're, I they're really affordable. Yeah. They're really affordable, and they're like six months. So when you're talking about opportunity cost, you know, four-year degree... Or five years it takes some people or whatever. Wow. We're talking about six month Google, commitment. Six month and Google says we're counting this as a four year degree. If that's you, amazing. If you pass this. Yeah. That's amazing. It's crazy. So definitely that would be a good one um for you guys, regardless of what what field you're going into or you're considering um if you're if you're not going the college route. Um Adam, what's one thought that you would leave um with listeners today who are in the younger season of life, maybe they're not quite married yet, maybe they're just married, um, and they're looking to support a family by making a, you know a livable a livable wage, and um, they're just trying to consider other options than college. What's what's one thought that you would leave with them? You've you've mentioned so many. But. Well, I, I kind of already said this, but just be intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you, if you're not intentional about what you want to do, you're never going to get there. Um, right. What are your family goals? What are you trying to accomplish? And what uh, you you need to account for the material resources that are necessary to accomplish those goals. Yeah. If you're going to have ten kids, they got to have a place to sleep. Yeah. You're going to have to figure out how much that costs, and then you're going to have to align your goals so that you can provide for that. If you want to have ten kids, 
Right. Or uh, if if you want your child to grow up with a piano in the house, then mm-hmm. you need to know how much a piano costs and then get it tuned and taken care of. You need to know how much piano lessons cost. And you have to take all those things into account and be intentional with where you're going instead of just letting the wind blow you. And, um, you know, I let the wind blow me a long time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm not outside of that. And I kind of got lucky and then I recognized the patterns um, that I think anybody can choose to do as young as, you know, being in high school wow. or yeah. starting out. Uh, anybody can choose to be intentional. I just happened to end up there. I didn't start out that way. Yeah. I was very unintentional for a long time. Just kind of got lucky. And then you, you got know? there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Um, Adam, thank you so much for, for all the stuff you shared today. Um, I think a lot of people, especially the, the people with um, question marks over their life course, have, have gotten a lot out of out of this um, and and maybe just even learn some alternatives to, to the way things are um, done are standardly done um, just so thank you so much for being there and and for sharing that I think you're very passionate about what you do and I think you're very good at the negotiating and I think you're bold in the world of business and that aspect of it and I think a lot of people don't have that and it's tough <laughs> but yeah I really appreciate you sharing this stuff. Um, for all of you guys listening, remember you can now follow the, the Restoring Report podcast on Instagram. You can um, sub- subscribe to my uh, show on Apple or Spotify. Just click the subscribe button. You can also become a supporter by going to um, the anchor link in the bottom of the show notes and clicking that. You can do um, $0.99, cents, $4.99 or $9.99 a month. And thank you guys so much for choosing to listen to this podcast um, instead of another thing that you're listening to if you're in the car or, you know, working out or whatever. Thank you for choosing this program and I will talk to you guys next time. Thank you so much.